0: what's up everybody and welcome to the show today on the podcast i am joined by a man with no fear this dude was a professional bull rider since the tender age of 12 he was a youngster when he started riding bulls and was kicking ass since then uh now he lives a good life if you can't catch him on this boat then he's probably up in the sky flying over west texas that's right he's a flyer everybody welcome to the podcast the homie justin leeper Yeah, buddy. I think we're all set. We should be good. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, I think I'm really I'm gonna take a shot. Loosen up a little bit. (laughs) You want one?
1: Can't ever let one go, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. the good stuff.
1: If you say so. Cheers, man. Oh, yeah. Feel the burn. Oh,
0: that's good. <coughs> Patron always does a trick.
1: Patron's not my friend. No? <laughs> I don't know. I've never um, never had good experiences with Patron. Uh-oh it's alright
0: good experiences like it went down wrong or you just had too much
1: uh, usually too much <laughs> can
0: never have uh, too much man uh, yesterday or no? today you were drinking vodka right yeah what do you usually drink
1: oh shoot man I obviously I work for a beer company but I kind of quit drinking beer because what's weird is I could uh, I could drink a couple and My fingers start swelling, and then I, like, dude, I'm telling you, like, three or four beers, and I'm wasted. (laughs) But I can drink, I can drink whiskey and liquor all day long, and I'm fine.
0: Just sipping on it? So, yeah,
1: I mean, my go-to's Crown, but, uh... Crown's good. I've been drinking a lot of vodka Sprites lately.
0: You know which vodka I like? the freaking, uh, the P. Diddy Vodka. What's it called? I can never remember the name Uh, of it. Ciroc? Ciroc. Yes, okay. the red one especially. That one's freaking. You know delightful.
1: the little. You know what those little red. I guess what the balls are. You know what they are actually. The grapes.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Something about Ciroc. I don't. I don't know if it was. Because usually, like, it's made out of potatoes. Yeah, but I think his particular brand is made out of grapes. Could be wrong though, but oh. I'm, I'm almost certain that's
0: what it was. But to Google fact check that shit. <laughs> yes, yeah, fact check it. Let <laughs> me know. Oh man. But man, if I'm just sipping
1: vodka Sprite with a little little dash of uh, cherry, it's yeah. like a cherry vodka Sprite, it's not bad.
0: When I lived in Vegas, I used to drink, uh, sh- sh- every time we'd go out, we'd get, um, well, I would get Red Bull and Grey Goose. Uh, that stuff was delicious. So, Syrah, Grey Goose, those are really like the only vodkas that I liked. Uh, the, what was the other one that everyone drinks? Absolute, I think. Mm-hmm. Some, I can't stand that stuff. What was the other one? Sky, Sky vodka. Sky vodka pretty good. Yeah, <clears throat> I've been sipping on that
1: Western Sun. It's a uh, Texas, Texas made. It's pretty yeah. good.
0: I haven't tried it. Dude, we just got. I showed you. Oh, this was a few weeks ago. The freaking, it's like Crown, but it's Texas Crown. Texas. I think that's what it's called, Texas Crown. It is. Yeah, <laughs> that stuff was good. Mix it with uh, Coke Zero. (laughs) I could sip on that for sure. Um, Dude, you ready to get started? I guess so. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Life. No, man. Uh, I'll do my little intro and then we'll just go from there. Sweet. So, welcome everybody to the Tell Me Something podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva. Other host is not here today, but that's all right. Got here, my man. Justin Lieber, what's up? What's up, <laughs> dude? You look official too, man.
1: I'm telling you, I feel official. Yeah, buddy. I didn't think this day would come. Yeah,
0: <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, I, I feel really bad afterwards because when I you were like one of the first ones to know that I had a po- podcast or was starting a podcast, and uh, I honestly didn't think like you didn't wanted anything to do with it, um, and uh, you brought it up a few times. So I was like, ah, oh, he's just being sarcastic, so whatever. No, but for,
1: but for real, no, I I actually was being sarcastic about it because oh, I don't know, man. It's like, um, like even in school, like I wasn't a, a like a public speaking kind of person or oh, in front, like getting talk getting talked to in front of a lot of people. Like I I wasn't a big group person, so yeah. I kind of stay in the back.
0: Yeah, I think you've changed, man, because you definitely are like that dude, especially networking and stuff, and so you're always meeting people and bringing people together and uh yeah i don't think you shy away from that stuff so i don't know if you it just you gained that skill or what i i'm definitely like that super introverted man so like well even when we we all get together uh like i'm usually the quietest one (laughs) and public speaking definitely not my forte
1: yeah it takes it takes a little bit for me to like kind of open up and yeah but once i do i tend to not shut up see that's why we got the shots here man <laughs> that's right
0: i'm about to pour myself another one i'll pour you one but you can drink it whenever you feel like it loosen it up um
1: no salt or lime
0: no none of that <laughs> we're right. men right thank you <clears throat> you're welcome man um but yeah i'm glad that you uh you said yes and uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, I felt really bad. I was like, "Fuck, man!" He probably thinks I'm an asshole and this and that. Um, but now, nah, finally, got you on here, man. Our schedules lined up. Took took a little convincing. Yeah. Trying yeah. to beat around the bush and. Yeah, I think you're playing hard to get. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, nah, That's I'm gonna uh, be hard to get and play it off. But here we are. Here we're, we are. We're fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you took us out on the boat yesterday, man. For those of you don't know, he has a badass boat. It's for sale if you want it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: that was a good time.
0: Yeah. Fucking, uh, what's it called? Not wakeboarding. Uh, We were wake surfing. Wake surfing. Yeah. Dude, that shit killed me. And I'm telling you, I almost pulled a hammy on that. Let's say you still a little sore. Yeah. (laughs) I I woke up, man, in my hamstring and then my lat and my tricep, just from trying to hold on to the handle, strained that shit good.
1: It's a totally different workout, man. Yeah. Totally the, different.
0: I got to work on that technique, man. Like the first three times that I was on, the, on there trying to stand up, I like drowned myself. All the water just came rushing up straight up my nose and into my mouth. I was like mm-hmm. just leaning on the board, just coughing up all that water. Freaking ridiculous. And then you and Aaron make it seem so freaking easy.
1: It's just technique, man. Once you get up, it's like riding a bicycle. Yeah. It's, you get up and you, you realize how you do it and then from that point forward it's it's on <clears throat> it took you- it took me a long time i, I bet it, i bet i tried 40 times trying to get up shit it took me a while i was pretty aggravated yeah. um of course I, I i was able to wakeboard but i've never surfed and then once i finally got up the first time it was like psh, light switch it was yeah. good
0: did you learn when you were younger or you started when you got your boat um
1: i probably the first time i surfed was probably I'd say thir- 14 years ago. All right. So it's been a while.
0: Nice, but dude. We go out.
1: We go out now, though. It's like I don't really get to surf much because I'm always pulling everybody. Yeah. And then um, ever since the wife wrecked the the last boat we had, she's kind of gun shy. She doesn't like pulling <laughs> yeah. it, especially when there's a lot of people on the water. Yeah. So it's like I don't ever get the I don't ever get to go out and enjoy surfing. Yeah. Anymore, so, but it's yeah. fun when I do.
0: Yeah, it seemed like we got lucky, man. I didn't think there was too many people out there no i had to ride around quite a bit but what was
1: weird is when we first got out there and i was like man you won't see the lake like this it was perfectly calm glass not a boat and then we started surfing and then it's like the entire town showed up the water got the water got too rough and then it kind of calmed back down but yeah it It gets
0: choppy quick man even with the little jet skis yeah it doesn't take long yeah freaking nuts Those little
1: lake roaches (laughs)
0: lake roaches
1: dude i can't stand them those jet skis, yeah. It's like man, they they try to jump your wake, and it's just they they don't pay attention where they're going. They yeah. run, they run you over.
0: <coughs> yeah. Uh, when you guys, well, talk, I was going like, say, yeah, you about got hit. And I had no idea. <laughs> like I did not notice a jet ski. I was like, I'm telling you, I was trying to recover from <laughs> from drowning, <laughs> and then I get back on the boat. like, yeah, you almost got hit by a jet ski. <laughs> I would have never known. Yeah. Oh, you would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Freaking nuts, man uh and then we try to catch some catfish with our fingers trying to trying to noodle <laughs> with
1: our fingers that was holy cow
0: yeah that was the dude i was telling holly i was like i wonder if i could bring my fishing pole <laughs> but i was like nah, nah we'll just we'll just go out there uh i wish we would have had a rod out there dude we would have caught a lot of catfish I've, dude, i
1: haven't dude i've been in that place that same area where we were just at and i've it's never seen fish like that it's crazy so yeah it's uh yeah, it kind of caught me off guard too. They were so active. We only thought it was the one, and then like twenty, thirty later.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> Dude, we definitely need to go back out there and grab us those catfish. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I uh I didn't know that you could you couldn't net them. Like you had to get them on a line on a hook and line.
1: Yeah, any kind of any any kind of um, game animal, for se. yeah, um, especially fish. Like, so if you're out uh, trying to get bait in in the water and you throw a cast net. Yeah, to get the bait fish, and if you catch a game fish such as a catfish or a bass or something, legally you throw them back. Yeah, um, if you keep them, of course it's not legal. I'm sure people keep them all the time, but
0: I would have gotten arrested if I got caught. <laughs> <laughs> Out of pure ignorance,
1: man. Uh, um, that's what they say. They say ignorance is no excuse for the law, and they don't care. It's not. It they, really isn't. They'll they'll write you a ticket. They don't care.
0: Shit. Yeah, uh, and we were. Those suckers were coming at the cornets, man. <laughs> like, who who would have thought cornets would have been good bait? nuts and potato chips. Yeah. I would have never guessed. Yeah. But we'll go out there with a the hook and line next time. Grab them suckers. Have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't, like, I fish, but I've never gutted a fish and cleaned it or nothing. I don't know how to do any of that. Really? Yeah. Well. Yeah, like, I just started fishing last year on my own. The first time I went fishing was when I went to visit Holly's family in Tennessee. And that was, like, in 2012, maybe. 2011, 2012, I went fishing for the first time because my father-in-law took us. So I was, like, just stupid. I didn't know what to do. And they were showing me. I was, like, a little kid out there. (laughs) Like, I couldn't even cast right. It was ridiculous. And then when we got here in San Angelo last year uh, was since the freaking river was like right by where we were living I was like what I'm just gonna go start fishing on my own and figure it out and for the most part I learned how to cast better and and kind of the different baits to use and I started reading up on it a lot but still haven't caught that many fish (laughs) I think I've caught two since last year
1: (laughs) that's two more than I have yeah I just cool. don't fish much. I used to. We used to uh, growing up. I'd every summer I'd go back to see my my grandparents in Nebraska and Iowa, and it's all we would do all summer long is fish. Yeah. I bet. I mean, they mainly like bass fishing and stuff in the in the farm ponds, and phew, there was some good sized bass there. Yeah. So it was good, but I don't I don't fish much anymore. But
0: yeah, definitely some time, man. <clears throat> it's it's fun. And I never understood it when people were like, I'm gonna go fishing and just spend all day out there with a six pack or whatever it is you wanna take. I was like, Man, it just seems so boring, dude. You just casting and then drinking and just doing nothing else. <laughs> but once I started doing it, I was like, Oh, I get it. I get it. Uh sometimes I had to take my kids so it was it was tough because they have short attention span, so they if they don't catch something right away they're they want to do something else and they're running around so half the time i'm just yelling at them and be careful with this this is how you do it and no get back over here it's a hassle but when you go by yourself and you're able to just hang out it's uh it's bliss
1: see that's it <laughs> man i tell you it's uh, you know bad day of is better than a good day of work that's true and it's i'm not a i like to bass fish because I, I like to like throw a line, reel it in, throw a line, reel it in. Yeah. That catfish where you just throw it in, sit and wait around for hours for a freaking fish to bite. Yeah. I'm over that. <laughs> but as long as I'm active throwing a line in. Yeah. And uh bass bass is where it's at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. Uh the only time I've caught bass actually was uh when I went fishing that first time with my with my brother in law and my father in law. But here I haven't been able to catch any. Hopefully that changes this summer. Um I still haven't gone out I've gone out a couple of times but really didn't catch shit. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm still hack. nil, man. Uh oh, that, that's why when I saw this catfish, I was like, Oh shit, I could be out here catching fish.
1: Hundred dollars was on the line. Still, oh, yeah right?
0: <laughs> you know, she she did that so confidently, uh freaking Holly. It's like, Hey, I'll give you a hundred dollars if you catch it. Because I never catch shit. <laughs> so she's <laughs> she like, Oh she my, my hundred dollars are safe.
1: That's funny. She was, we, I think she was sweating it, though. Towards the end, I, I think she was like, oh, shit, well, I'm really going to have to pay 100 bucks."
0: You got close, yeah. man. Like you almost had it with your with your thumb and your index you, finger they, uh, or pointer finger. Is that the index? That's pointer, index, pointer. same thing. Okay, yeah. I think, right, pointer for sure.
1: Yeah, pointer for sure.
0: <laughs> index, I don't know, middle finger, ring finger, pinky. It's got to, We're yeah. going to say pointer finger. Yeah, pointer. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, dude, I was so excited. She got the picture, and we we're just like concentrating on the water, trying to get- get those catfish. <laughs> it was a good old time. We'll do it again. Shit, yeah. Shit, uh, yeah. Uh, so you were a professional bull rider. I was.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. For how long? Professionally, yeah. Uh, four years. So I uh, I rode I rode bulls um, total. 18 and a half, 19 years. That's a fucking long time. um, Yeah, to get into that, I guess it was. I always wanted to do something with rodeo, and I never thought I was going to go bull riding. My my brother roped, and I looked up to my brother and I was like, man, I want to be like that. You know, I want to go rope. Yeah. And I tried it for two years, and I just, dude, I wasn't coordinated. Like, there's a lot going on. Like, you wanted to understand, like, roping calves to control your horse, have the reins in your hand, have the rope in your hand, have a pig and string in your mouth and try to like run, you know, control your horse, run down the arena, swing the rope, jump off, grab the calf, f- flank it, tie it. There's a lot going on. And yeah. I was just,
0: I was over it. I I tried it for two years and it all happens in like 10 seconds, right?
1: Yeah. Or it should. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, If you're good. Yeah. Unlike me, it's then it, you know, you know, a minute later, I'm still trying to tie this damn calf, you know? <laughs> um, so I did, I did junior rodeos, uh, did a lot of jackpots, which is where just, um, you show up, you pay an entry and, and you, you try to win it. <coughs> okay. Um, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, so I was thinking, well, what else can I do? Um, had a County fair in Lovington, New Mexico. I grew up in Hobbs. Um, Lovington's just 20 miles down the road and that's our, our yearly PRCA rodeo. And, uh, we got there, and the stock contractors um were working the working the bulls and stuff in the back and there were some young bulls that I was looking at i mean probably one one and a half year old bulls and I was young um and I was ta- i was was kind of interested on like why are these bulls so small compared to the other ones you have and they're like well th- we're, we've got this thing called who's your Daddy program so they <laughs> artificially inseminate these these cows. To try to make genetics of bucking bulls. Yeah. And um, they're like, well, you know, we're gonna try to find some some young riders to get on these this year to see if they're gonna make it or if we're gonna send them off. And they were like, "You ever riding?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I ride all the time." And they're like, "What do you (laughs) want to get on?" Total bullshit. Yeah. Never got on a day in my life, but I wanted to. (laughs) And and that's how you got. And I knew, I knew, like, if I told them no, I've never been on. But I'd like to, they would have probably said, hell no. Yeah. Like, we're not going to take that risk. So they're like, shit, come get on some tonight in the, in the rodeo, in the pro rodeo. And I was like, what? So you've got to be kidding me. And they're like, no, we're going to, we'll buck them out in between the bull riding. And I was like, shit, yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I ran back because I used to show steers and stuff um, in 4 H. So I ran back and I was like, hey, mom, I'm going go to go get on a bull tonight. And she's like, you're what? I'm like I'm gonna go get on some bulls tonight at the, at the pro rodeo. She's like you ain't doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> so lo and behold, I, I talked her into it and I told her what I was gonna do and I was like, I have I have no gear, I have nothing. Yeah. But my brother's team roping partner used to ride bulls, so I was like, hey, his name's Patrick. I was like, Patrick, can I borrow your like your rope and your your shaps and and your spurs? I mean, I'm I'm going to get on. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I have no idea what to do. You want to come back here to help me? Like, you want to meet me back there? And like, you know, I don't know how to pull a rope on. Like, do I do that or do the stock contractors do it? And he's like, you do it. And I'm like, shit. I have no idea how to do this. But the stock contractors thought I did. Yeah. So uh, that night we went back there and I'm just like nervous as all get out. You know, I'm sitting around. Shit, I would be Dude, too. Dude, I'm like shaking and I'm like, do I really want to do this? I'm like step up on the buck and chutes and I look out and the entire arena is full of people. I mean, this is a pro Damn, show. Your first ride. Very first ride I've ever been on. I was probably probably 12 or so 13. What? Yeah. And I was like, Oh shit. I've never been on a steer. Never been on a calf. You know, I'm just like, I'm doing this. <laughs> Man, I'm doing this. At
0: no point did they go like, Hey, where are your parents to get, uh, like permission or Dude, anything?
1: what's funny is I never even had to sign a waiver. Like, didn't it sign a waiver, didn't, that's what threw me off, but I mean, it's just a piece of paper anyway, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm doing this shit, you know, so, um, got back there, had help getting my, my rope on, and had no idea, I was just like, just jitters, you know, Yeah. and, uh, you know, I'm sitting there, and I've watched, I watched all these pro guys in the first round get on and ride their bulls, and just kind of watching, and I get down on this one, and I, and I was on um, a bull named Red Brock. I was on his son, Red Brock. Red Rock. Oh, Red Rock. Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't that like the bull from freaking? Eight, Eight seconds.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh man, this is like, <laughs> this is nerve wracking." <laughs> so I get on. Um, I probably I I I don't, I don't even remember. I nodded my head, went out there and I rode. I was probably like five seconds, which I was like, "Holy hell,
0: that's like." I would imagine that's like really good. The yeah. I would, I had,
1: yeah. So it, it wasn't bad. Obviously it wasn't a ride. I wasn't getting paid anything. And it, and if I was, it, I wanted to make the eight second ride. Yeah.
0: They so were more I, using <clears> you as a test dummy for the bull, right? Ex- that's all they were doing. They yeah. were just
1: seeing if the bull was going to buck. <laughs> so they had like, um, they had like three or four bulls. They bucked that night. Other people got on them. And then I got on the following nights too. I had three more nights. I got on back to back, you know, just rode one, one night, one, the next one, the following and went on. But, um, like I, I remember getting off my very first bull, and I was like, "This is it! I found like, it! This is this is my niche, you know." Yeah. So I get off, and I, I like run to the back of the buck and shoots, and I like look up at my friends that were helping me, and I'm just pouring sweat, like I'm <laughs> I'm soaked, my shirt's soaked. It looked like I just got out of the shower, and they're like, "You good?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good, man. This is this is great. I feel so alive, man." Man, from that point forward, it was like, "This is it." I, I got on. Um, like I said, the, the, the next couple days, um, and from there I was like, I, I've got to find some like practice bulls to get on. Yeah. So, um, I got in touch with s- some people that was lived in Carlsbad, New Mexico, <clears throat> Porter Bucking bulls. And, uh, <laughs> we show up there and, um, I mean, we, we get out and they're just ramming the fence. like these bulls are just like smacking. They're the real shoot, bulls. They're big. Like my stepdad looked at me and he was all... It's not gonna hurt my feelings if you don't want to get on, and we go back home. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm here to ride. Yeah. So, um, got on like four or five bulls that day. My last bull, I, I got slammed on my head, and the, the arena was pretty hard. So it's like concrete.
0: Is it usually yeah. it's supposed to be like loose dirt? And-
1: U- usually, it's yeah. a it's a little easier, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I it smacked me right on top of my head, and uh, never got I didn't not get knocked out or anything, but. I was, like, real dizzy. <clears throat> that, I, that was Concussion my last Concussion for sure, man. Oh, definitely. Got in, the, got in the vehicle. We were heading back home, and I had to tell my mom to pull over because I was going to throw up. And sure enough, I was throwing up, throwing up. She's, she was a nurse, and she's like, just don't go to sleep, you know. Yeah. Just make sure you stay awake. and went. But, I mean, <clears throat> after that, I was fine. Um, reached back out to them, asked them if we could come back the next weekend. And they were like, man, honestly, I didn't think y'all were going to show back up to ride. Like, people come out. And get on one bull and leave and never show back up. Yeah. Because the caliber bulls they had, they took to pro shows. So it was like I rode at a pro show and riding the bulls that they take to pro shows like right away. And, man, from that point forward, we – I started traveling. So did a bunch of junior rodeos, um, high plains junior rodeos, American junior rodeos, stuff like that. And then uh, did high school rodeo. From high school rodeo, my senior year in high school – um, so the high school had its own team? So how it works is it's split up into states. Um, every state has a rodeo program. I, I lived in New Mexico, but I rodeoed for Texas. Okay. So I had to get, like, permission. New Mexico gave me permission to ride Texas, and I had to get permission from Texas to ride. And the only reason why I did that is because, for one, it the rodeos were a little closer for me living in Hobbs. Yeah. And for another, uh, for the second reason is... I always thought that Texas had the better cowboys, you know, and if if you want to be the best, you got to ride with the best. Fucking right. Texas. So, <laughs> so um, Rodeo Texas High School. Um and then my senior year, <clears throat> senior year in high school, I was 17. I was invited into the PBR. Um rode for a couple of years in PBR. Um PBR
0: that's like professional rodeo. The the majors, right?
1: Yeah, um so what happens is you you ride there's several different tours in the PBR. So, I was on the Enterprise Tour, and then the Built For Tough Tour was where the big guys ride. Okay. So, the Top 45, you had to ride, you had to qualify, you you, you had to be in the top of the Enterprise Tour, and when they take the bottom part of the Built For Tough out, the other part goes in. So, it's like they switch the bottom five. Okay. So, you've got to work your way up. Yeah. Um. Did that, obviously, I, I college rodeoed as well, so... It was tough because you weren't supposed to college rodeo and pro rodeo at the same time. So you're double dipping? <laughs> <laughs> so we did that. But it was good, man. We um high school rodeo high school rodeo was fun. Yeah. That was that was probably the funnest.
0: Is that like a, a year round thing? Or is there a specific season?
1: Uh there's a season because with high school rodeo. You still had to make the grades. Yeah, you had to turn in your grades. It's kind of like Just any like other any other sports any other sports. If you fail, and you're not able to ride. Yeah, so make, make sure you you know you stay up on your grades and and ride. But um, ride throughout the high school, and then there's ten different regions in high in Texas anyway. Yeah, and I was in region two, which was this part of Texas, and then um, our region two finals were were actually here in San Angelo. And then we had state finals in Abilene. So all 10 regions met together in Abilene. And uh, I think it was the top, t- I want to say maybe top five. Top five in each event in each region went to state. Yeah. So qualified for state all three years in high school. Um, Road. Enjoyed it.
0: That's and fucking nuts, man. So and Like to be riding a bull that long, <laughs> bulls. For that long, and you seem pretty healthy, man. I mean, I don't know how, how many concussions have you had. Ooh, that I, um, you know of. <laughs> about, that's the thing is,
1: um, I, I I know of three. Yeah, probably a few more, but for sure three.
0: Uh, do you ever think about a uh, CTE? Yeah, I do. Yeah, ever since like I I didn't know anything about it until. Um, so I knew about TBIs because of the whole military thing. Mm-hmm. Uh but CTE, once they made the movie about it with Will Smith.
1: See, and I haven't seen the movie but I've 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 read uh read a lot about it. Um in fact there's a, a couple bull riders that um after after they passed they've they actually went into it and studied. Oh really? And found that they had they they ended up getting I, I would, from from injuries.
0: Yeah, I would imagine <clears throat> most bull riders have some level of CTE. They, I played football growing up and up I played one year in college, and, uh, like, I sometimes think, like, I have CTE. Like I have to. I had so many hits to the head since I was, what, nine, ten years old. Like, there's no way that I don't have some form of it.
1: Yeah, and, it, I, you know, my my parents being, or my mother, my mother anyway, being um, a nurse and watching me grow up and riding and seeing the injuries that I've had um, and seeing, like, as of today, like I don't have a whole lot of sense of smell. Really? So I used to, and my mom's always said like, that's probably because you've had head injuries. It it takes a sense that your sense of smell away. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's gotta be kind of potent for me to
0: smell it most of the time. That's nuts, so, man.
1: I don't know. Maybe may something about that.
0: Yeah. But good. I, for the, you didn't wear helmets at all? Like
1: even when you were younger, I didn't oh, No. Um, <laughs> Just a cowboy hat cowboy hat and a vest
0: <laughs> that's the helmet right that's it um so a, vet, a it vest- it was like a protective vest
1: oh yeah, so it's um they made after eight seconds after you you see have you ever seen the movie yeah. oh yeah, so after he got the the horn to his side um he obviously back then they didn't wear a vest or anything right um now it's it's kind of like got ballistic material in it, oh okay, so when you take an it when you take an impact, it spreads. Throughout the vest, yeah. So it's not so much of a direct impact. Yeah. Um, that's mandatory now. Okay. Um, optional is uh, either a face mask, helmet. Um, obviously, you've got to have a. If you don't have a face mask or a helmet, you have to have a hem- uh, cowboy hat.
0: Okay. So, is there anything special about the cowboy hat? Or it's just no, just a rule, kind of like long sleeve shirts. Gotcha. So <laughs> that's insane. I mean, obviously,
1: it, your hat will save your head a little bit, but yeah. nothing like. A helmet. I tried, man. Like, um, my my bull riding partner grabbed a, a face mask, bought one, and he started riding with it. Yeah. But, uh, shoot, we we would jump around on the trampoline with it, and it would make my peripheral. I couldn't see, like, out my peripherals. Yeah. And ride riding bulls, I'd like to know where that bull's at, you know, at all times. And putting one of those things on, it, like, pressed against my ears, and I couldn't see well, so
0: I'm like... Phew. Not so doing it. Are you talking about like when you get thrown off? Right. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you hit
1: the ground running, but yeah. you got to know which way to run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and I can imagine when you get thrown off, man, you're like really disoriented, and so it might take a second to figure out where you're at.
1: And sometimes if you if you land wrong, yeah, and there's been times where I've been chunked and land on the top of my head or land right in the middle of my back, and you get winded, and you're like, oh,
0: yeah, like I gotta go.
1: <laughs> but, um, man, for the most most part. 19 years of riding, I stayed pretty healthy. Yeah. Um, Did
0: you break anything?
1: Well, my back. um, Oh, shit. My L4, L5. So, uh, I collapsed my L4, L5. So, that's why now it's like still to this today, it's like real painful. Yeah. So, a lot of times I gotta like spend half my time standing, half my time sitting. If I sit for too long, I'm like really hurting. Yeah. If I stand for too long, I hurt. And then now that we... You know, we ride bikes so much, uh, cycling. Like once I get about 40 miles in on a bike ride, I'm, I'm hurting. So put some BioFreeze on there. What's weird is BioFreeze, man. Yeah. Not a commercial for them, but <laughs> you put that sucker on, you lather up in that and it's like instant pain gone. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's I, gone. Like,
0: I, I use BioFreeze for, uh, Holly on her hamstring. It's, it's it, good it stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I can put BioFreeze on and go, you know another 20 30 miles without hurting and then hurts put it back on go again i would imagine once you
0: cool down man you yeah just relax like it sets in so
1: other than that back injury um had a you know jam my neck a couple times by landing on the top of my head um (laughs) college rodeo i got jerked down met the back of the bull's head caught me right here in the tooth that one's a pushback yeah and that i got knocked out that day that was in ranger texas yeah Come down, met the back of the bull. He slipped in some mud. You you met the back of the bull? Yeah, the back of his head. Oh, So, like, oh, he come out and gotcha. bucking and slipped in some mud. Yeah. And went down on his front legs, yeah. like, down low. And so it brought me forward, and when he pushed back up, he threw his head back and oh, caught me right in the mouth. Oh, shit. Knocked me out. So, that Admit. was interesting. They offered me a ride, but obviously I was knocked out, and I couldn't take it, so it, I wanted to. And then uh, my college coach was like, no, you're not getting back on. How long were you so, out for? you know uh two or three minutes wasn't long long enough though like
0: (laughs) yeah for everybody that's watching that that's
1: a long time (laughs) so it's quite a while the best one though man (laughs) high school rodeo we were in del rio texas and um i was i was i was leading the leading the standings in high school uh this is a funny one got there my first bull out made my ride, pulled the tail of my rope to get off. And as I got off, the bulls kicked over my head and landed right on top of my foot. Like his, his hoof come down right on top of my foot. Stomped on it. Stomped my foot, broke it. So I was like, Oh damn, that hurts. You know? (laughs) So all night long, I I couldn't hardly do anything. I took my boot off at the hotel and I told my mother, I was like, man, my foot's broke. I don't know if I'm going to be able to ride tomorrow. And she's like, we drove this whole weight. You're riding tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, damn.
0: They waste right. this gas <laughs> to watch you <laughs> sit exactly.
1: out. Exactly. My mom's been like, she's, man, she's, she's a hero of mine. She's, she's tough. Yeah. Like, old school. So it's like, well, I guess I better get on this fucking bull. <laughs> the next morning I get up and I go to put my boot on, which was stupid because I, I, my riding boots are different from just my everyday boots. Yeah. So I put my everyday boot on. Painful. Like, I was like, "Oh fuck! How's yeah. this gonna? I don't know how I'm gonna do this." So, anyway, got on, got to the arena, switched boots, put my other boots back on. Hadn't bucked off a bull the entire year, and I'm like, "Damn, this this better not be the oh, this better shit. not be the bull," you know? Yeah. Get down on the bull, and I like put my spurs in and go to pull up just to see how it's gonna really feel because my spur strap's running right across the foot that's broke.
0: So right. Like a, above
1: it? Yeah. So, like, my spur strap goes right on the top side of my boot. Yeah. Right underneath that's where it broke. Oof. And I go to pull up and I'm like, oh, shit, this hurts. Mama said, don't be no bitch, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I Dude, get on. You didn't
0: put nothing on it. Like you didn't duct tape this shit. No.
1: It just And we have to, like, tie our boots on with straps. Yeah. Like, so big long leather straps. We tie them on. That way they don't come off when you're riding. So I get down there and get ready and I'm like, man, this is going to hurt call for the bull it already hurts yeah i'm telling you i'm hurting adrenaline's not touching it oh fuck so uh call for this bull he turns back dumps me right on top of my head knocks me out cold oh shit like out cold and i'm like like you know shaking my arms are stiff and like shaking and my mother's like freaking out she comes down and i'm out like i don't know how long i'm out but i i wake up in the ambulance but evidently like they were trying to like jerk my boot off um, and my mom's like, wait, 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 that foot's broke. And they're like, how do you know? <laughs> Trust me, it's broke. <laughs> and they're and she's like, and it's tied on. So it was like it was a mess. They cut my pants and trying to jerk around. And anyway, I went to the hospital. That was the only time I went to the hospital. Red Bulls. That's in insane. And I always held. I always like told my mom, I'm like, this is your fault. <laughs> 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 so it was. It's funny. It's um. It's interesting
0: dude how uh how bad was it broken
1: uh broken three spots but obviously it was in an area where they're like eh, it can heal itself so it didn't require surgery or anything oh well, that's that's so i walk around you know try to stay pressure and weight off of it yeah and uh, never really healed like three years four years later we're out snorkeling in the ocean and i'm using my flippers and pop broke again on me just just what yeah I'm just out looking at the coral reef and broke my foot again so just from
0: just from I guess it's like the perfect angle when when your flippers are going and it just popped out it was
1: weird man so damn man reliving it
0: (laughs) did you go to hospital for that one
1: no we were in Mexico like (laughs) Cozumel or something on a cruise Uh, oh shit I just stayed drunk (laughs) (laughs) this is a medication yeah Take the pain away. Dude, that is fucking nuts, man. <laughs> so, it's good. What about you? You, you ever want to get on a bull?
0: Fuck well, no. I'll get on the one at the bar. <laughs> that's <laughs> The about mechanical us. ones can't yeah, come after you? Yeah, that's it. I have gotten on one of, when we were in Vegas. Uh, one of the bars that we used to go to was, uh, they had a mechanical bull. But, I mean, even that shit goes ballistic. It goes crazy, man. I can't imagine a real bull. And then... Once you're off the bull, assuming that you got off safely, having to run away from it? No, nah, man. Not for me. <laughs> uh, do you, like, so there's some falls that you can't control, man. But do you do, like, any, or did you do any kind of training? To, like, hey, this is how you should fall if you get bucked off. Well, or I mean, this is how you dismount.
1: Yeah, I mean, I went to bull riding school. Um, Cody Lambert's bull riding school. Um, and, w- but that was like already maybe like a year, year and a half after I started riding bulls, mm-hmm. I, d- I decided to go there to really get some critiques, you know, kind of tweak me fine, just, uh, do some fine adjustments on me. But it's like, um, obviously there's, there's ways, there's things you should do and shouldn't do with, um, how, and, and especially how bull ropes are made because you've got a handle and what's called a block. So if you're left handed, the block's going to sit at your pinky. Yeah. And then so your hand's not going to be able to slide to the right. So anytime – if you're left-handed, you always want to get off on the left side of the bull. Okay. So if the bull's turning back to the left, chances are you don't want to get off in what's while he's turning back to the left. So you'll have like a, a bullfighter pick up the bull and go the other way to the right, and then you come off on the left. Yeah. There's times where you, you, just, you just have to go, <laughs> you know. Because um, how the bull ropes work is there's a block on – so I'm left-handed. There's a block on the right side, so it's against my pinky. Yeah. My hand doesn't slide. Well, on on the thumb side, it's there's still like there's it it's open. So your hand to slide down that direction once it's loose. So the chance of hanging up in your bull rope if you go on the left is pretty slim. But if you go to the right, your hand doesn't slide. So there's a, a very high chance you can get hung up that way. Dude, that's where. So, it's uh, a <laughs> wrist gets snapped and. Yeah, I mean, there's times. I mean, freak accidents happen. Yeah. Like I got off a bull one day, and my spur got stuck in the flank rope of the bull, and uh, the bull was turning back, and I'm hung up by my spur, and I'm like on the ground, like sprawled eagle, like trying to get up, and I can't. Like every time I go to get up, he jerks and jerks me back underneath of him. Oh shit! So I'm, this bull's turning back, and there's nothing I can do, because <laughs> the thing is, when you're hung up on your on your in your hand, yeah they always say get to your feet open your hand i mean if you open your hand chances are you'll you'll come out a lot of times people like freak out and keep their hand closed yeah or hang you know if you're hanging you're in a bind but being hung up by my spur i couldn't stand on my feet couldn't do anything so the the bullfighters were jumping on top of me trying to put weight down and it i would just get jerked out from under them
0: You trying to come out your boot, or
1: my boots are tied on? Oh shit, that's right. So I've got spur or boot straps that tie my boots on, and they're not coming off. Thankfully, my spur strap broke, and it ripped my entire spur off my boot. That's the only reason why I got free. And I mean, it was it was a hang up for a while. Holy moly! That's the only ride my mother's like can't watch. Yeah, like we've got it on film, and she will not watch it. Like I was, it was it was pretty it was pretty bad. Fuck, man. But got up, walked away. Only, I mean, leg was a little sore. Yeah, you know that's <laughs> that's uh that's just lucky, man. I, I don't know. Yeah, especially that's... not to get a head stepped on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, feet his his feet were coming down beside me, and
0: Fuck. all I had on was a hat. <laughs> I mean, I, I <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: pretty sure it was a good looking hat. Um, I don't know about after that. <laughs> <laughs> like I I can imagine the the adrenaline's pumping the entire time and like are you processing any kind of thought during that or are you just like
1: i mean it, it was in
0: flight mode
1: it's yeah it's one of those fight or flight it's yeah. like i i felt the bullfighters jump on top of me and i'm like all right there's pressure on me you know i'm i'm getting saved and the next thing I know i'm out from under them and the bulls turning back on top of me still. steel yeah and it was just it was a weird feeling knowing that i've got my left leg above me and i'm just i i can't dig in the ground deep enough to get free you know but once that spur strap broke i was like oh, <laughs> that was my saving grace cuz it 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 could have gotten bad like it, i i don't know what i would have done obviously the boots not coming off yeah so it was a uh, that was an interesting ride
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i mean <and> just <laughs> to a, say just the least a, just a freak accident you know yeah. nothing i did wrong nothing nothing anyone did wrong it's just
0: shit's going to happen it happens yeah fuck so Dude, I I gotta hand it to you, man. Just getting on a bull, period. I mean, that first idea—you were 12 Be They're like, "Fuck yeah, this is what I'm gonna do." <laughs> That's insane. So what? Uh. So what caused you to stop riding? Was it like the injuries? Or?
1: Yeah, man. It's it was super weird, and it, I think about it every day still. Like especially when the rodeo comes to town here, and I see rodeo on TV. It's just like one of those. It's like, damn, I just want to ride again. Like I just want to ride. I tell like my wife's never seen me ride, so it's like I tell her all the time, I'm like, Let me get back into shape and I'm gonna get on one more bull because I rode once I once I moved to Angelo, I, I probably got on two or three more bulls. But that was it. I was uh taking time off for my back. Yeah. Uh trying to get healed back up. And so I was I was going somewhere every weekend. And sometimes two or three places, you know, I w- I was on a tour so I'd go from one town to the next and hit three rodeos in a week in a weekend and then go back to school. And then the next weekend do the same thing all over again. Um, after my injury, I was like, man, I I really need to take, you know, a month off. So I took a month off, got back on, still didn't feel any better, took another month off. And then I was like, maybe, maybe a couple more weeks. So I took a couple more weeks and then it was like, not that I, I I still love bull riding. Yeah. But I didn't have that feeling like I did. I, I don't know what it was. I, I still I still love bull riding. I would, I would go get on today. But I don't know. After taking that time off, and I knew that I wasn't healed. That I needed I needed to focus on on getting getting healthy again. Yeah. Um. So I took a lot of time off and just never got back on, which was weird. Um. So I always the one thing I always say is if I would have known that last ride that I was getting on would have been my last, I probably would have enjoyed it a little more. Yeah. So I I tell myself, I'm like, man, if I would have known the last bull I got on was my last bull, I would have remembered it. I would have cherished it a little more. Yeah. So I tell myself all the time, I'm just going to go back one more time. I want to go get on one bull and, and just say, this is my last ride. That way it's like, when was the last time you wrote? Oh, I was at this arena at this time. It yeah. was this event. It was you know? special. It was special. Yeah. Not just like, oh, shit, I don't remember where it was. So Yeah, just because you thought
0: there were going to be so many more. Yeah.
1: Damn. Although, it's like I say, I'm just going to go get on one more. But I, the fact of the matter is, I'll go get on that one and then.
0: That could be they, the, it, it the Could, it could, it, could, it, could
1: <laughs> it could be just that that niche, that just one more and then just. Go after it again, but
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm
1: getting too old for that shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, how old uh, do bull riders typically stay in? Like, once how old are they
1: when they retire? Man, it it really depends. If if you're staying healthy or whatnot, yeah. you can go a while. I mean, there's there's bull riders. There's some senior bull riders that go. You know, some of the open jackpot bull ridings we go to, they have like the senior riding. And I remember when I was riding, the seniors were like sixty, sixty-five. What? Yeah. So it's 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 surprising, like how long they can ride, and like there's some pros like Ed Nickumius. He's he's super old. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't even know how old he is. We'll have to Google check that sucker, but he still rides. You know, I think he just retired, but I mean, it's that's I, fucking bet, he was, I bet he was I bet he was fifty-eight. Shit. So he's I mean he was up there in age. He's
0: ah oh, dude. So you're. You're set perfectly for a comeback, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, so, if you got the chance to ride one more bull, would you care if it was uh, like in front of a crowd in a rodeo, or just like if you were training? I don't think it'd matter. Just getting on.
1: Just it. getting on. That's all. That's all that matters to me is getting on one more. Yeah. It's um. It's funny because each year I'm like, man, we've got the rodeo here in San Angelo. I know the stock contractors. I could probably get on a bull if somebody draws out. Like if somebody if somebody doesn't show up to ride and they still want to buck that bull, I could probably get on that bull. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> maybe maybe next uh, January, February when it comes around. Yeah. May Dude, if
0: you do, man, you better let me know. I want to be there to see you ride that bull. You bet. That'd be a good time. So That's scary though, man. It's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, balls of steel for that shit.
1: Man, I don't know. It's it's good times. That's probably probably best best times of my life was just traveling.
0: Yeah. Traveling, going to rodeo to rodeo. Yeah. Oh, you traveled only in Texas? Or did you no, go No, I the traveled state?
1: all over. Yeah. Um pretty much all over the United States. Damn. Went to Mexico a couple times. Um To Mexico? Mhm. They they had this place in Mexico that they would uh they would pay for us to go down there. Um to To ride, and they would pay for our entries. They'd pay for our hotels. Everything. It's called Crooked Horn. Cuernos uh, Chuecos? Is that right? How do you say Crooked Horn in Spanish?
0: Crooked Horn. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Cuernos Chuecos. So that was. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was what it was. Down. I thought Mexico. you said
0: Crooked Horn. I like, no, I don't <laughs> no, <know>. cr- <laughs> Crooked Horn.
1: So they would uh, just pay for us to go down there and get on.
0: It was, it was Damn. Good.
1: We did that several times.
0: That uh, that reminds me. You have a uh, a go bag. <laughs> go, go bag. Cowboys have a go bag. Well, so I mean, I, I'm used to like military members or or eh, mostly like special ops guys. They have go bags or or like uh, the doomsday preppers. They have <laughs> go bags, right? So just everything you need in case disaster strikes, and then you go and into action. Cowboys have fucking go bags, and I never knew that.
1: I don't know if everybody does, but my wife makes fun of me because. In my closet, and it's it's there. It's ready to go at any time. What's
0: like, what's in your go bag,
1: dude? It's just everything. Like all, it's all my bull riding stuff. It's not really a go bag per se, but it like it, everything that I take to a bull riding is all in the bag. So it's it's my gear bag yeah. basically, and uh,
0: just make sure everything's ready. Yeah,
1: it's there. I, it's, you know, every other, every hey, half hey, year, or so I will pull it out, make sure things are still good and in line, and you, you're still keeping it up to date. huh? Yeah, I mean. Never know when somebody's gonna say, "Hey, you want to come get on a bull?" All, all that, the way? thats your comeback, that's man.
0: So yeah, so you are gonna make a comeback, aren't you? You still got your go bag, bro.
1: I think so, man. I'm, I'm at least one ride.
0: <laughs> That'd be cool to see, you, man.
1: Uh, be a good time. And Michael, and he's starting to rope, and yeah, so you, you're kind of getting you're getting your feet wet on on the rodeo.
0: Yeah, he's he's definitely he's a cowboy at heart, man. Um. Yeah, he started last win, just early this year, and uh, he went to one, uh, the one competition up in Eastland, and the entry that he went into. I guess there's like a bunch of different um, events that you could enter. Well, one of them that he entered was roping. He was roping calves uh, and trying to pin them. I don't remember, but he. He got third place. Right, so, so it
1: sound. I guess that one sounded like it was kind of a, a ranch rodeo, per se. Like yeah, they did like team pinning, uh, roping. Yep. Different different types of events. Not just there was. It wasn't like there wasn't bull riding, saddle bronc, bareback. It was yeah. just more of kind of the ranch style, um, rodeo competitions.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's cool. exactly what it was. Yeah, you had pay an entry fee, and then at the end, uh, all the ones that that paid their their fee to to be part of the uh, the competition. There was like first, second, third place and they got payouts. But on the event he was part of, it was just he got he won a rope. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, man, but he's definitely into to all of it. If he like you would have thought he grew up in the country. <laughs> <laughs> but he's all about horses and he's getting into roping now. Um and then my oldest daughter she's getting or Braylon, she's getting into um show jumping. So she's learning how to do that. You got to be brave to do that, too. Oh, yeah. I'm
1: not a, I'm not really much of a horse type of person.
0: Yeah. But. Dude, she fell off the horse for the first time uh, right before she left for the summer. It was freaky, man, because I started panicking. Like, we always sit back. We're either sitting in the truck because it's hot as shit outside or, like, we're, like, leaning on the gate just watching them train and, uh... Me and Holly were in the truck and we were just watching them. And then we started talking to each other. And next thing I know, I'm looking up and like Braylon is just headed towards the ground and the horse is doing something crazy. I'm, so I jump out of the truck. I'm running over there. I was like, what happened? What are you, you OK? And then uh, but the, her trainer was just like, you're fine. Get up. Get up. And Braylon was crying. And she, she's like a drama queen to begin with. But she's crying and she's making the scene. And then she's like, OK, I'm all right. And then I didn't think she was gonna get back on the horse, but she did the trainer talked to her, and I guess gave her the motivation and a little pep talk, and she was back on it, and it was good and then after that she was just
1: bragging, so so you weren't that parent that's like you're getting back on the horse no, no, I'm not
0: <laughs> I'm not man, uh especially you got the soft side to you I do yeah. I, pretty I do. soft, especially with the girls, man I'm like i i I just get worried too quickly uh I mean if they they skin up their knee like playing outside, that's whatever. But, like, they're dealing with horses, like, live, huge animals that can just go out of control at any second. And, uh, like, I even get, I'm worried walking behind them. Because <laughs> I just feel like this horse is, it's, we're going to see it on the wrong day, and it's just going to kick, and it's going to fuck one of us up. So, I don't know.
1: well, shoot. But it happens.
0: But the kids, they don't. They don't care, though. Even the little one, five-year-old, there, Dallas is just walking up the horse and, like, touching the back so the horses know that she's walking behind them and she she leads the horse to the to the arena and she hops on. She's kicking in and riding off and steering it with no fear whatsoever, man. So, I don't know. Good on them. I'll I'll do all the worrying for them.
1: That's right. Man, <laughs> some kids are fearless, that's for sure. Yeah. My little niece, she is... Absolutely fearless. She will just walk underneath the ho- the belly of the horse and mm. hold them, hold them, and give them a big old hug on the back legs. I'm like, oh, don't they, do that. Yeah. I mean, there are horses and I uh, trust them, but you, no, don't, don't you, do that. You just don't know. So
0: yeah, they kids, they just don't know the consequences yet, man. I think that's what it is. Because when I was little, I used to do a bunch of stupid shit, as most people do. Right. But just because I guess I didn't know the consequences, I didn't had no idea about what the consequences could be. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. What's the worst that could happen? so speaking
1: what? of what is the worst you've done
0: the worst that I've done yeah ooh as far as a kid
1: yeah absolutely
0: oh shit I don't know I've done a bunch of shit <laughs> uh cause I used to get in trouble all the time I'll start with elementary school so when I was little the first elementary school that I went to I went there from kinder to second grade and I was a fucking troublemaker kid uh so, like, these are just a few things. Like, uh, in kindergarten, I got kicked or sent to the principal's office and because I was cussing at the teacher. So, uh, fuck you, whatever, whatever. Uh, in first grade, uh, I got sent to the principal's office because the janitor caught me and my buddy. We were in the restroom, and we were getting all the toilet paper, and we were <laughs> wetting it, and we were just sticking it to the ceiling. <laughs> we covered the entire ceiling with toilet paper, man. Uh When I was in second grade, I think my second grade was my worst year. Uh, We busted all the door stalls in the restroom. There was three of them. So all three door stalls, we took them off the hinges. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, I got caught each time, every time. I don't know why I'm stupid. And then another time I was in the gym. I don't know what I was doing in the gym, but I was in there. Like... We weren't there for PE. We weren't there for lunch. But I was in the gym. The janitor's drill was in the gym just like sitting there like he was doing some work. So I was like, hey, there's a drill. I'm going to fucking go play with it. So I got it, drilled all these fucking holes all over the wall in the gym. And then by like the 10th hole, <laughs> the janitor walks in. He's like, hey. And me, well, what I do? Well, shit, I'm going to run. So I threw a drill, ran, <laughs> and I got caught. The janitor knew who I was. So it's just like the highlight reel of my elementary school years. It, there was so much more. But that's just like I was a shithead kid, man. Didn't think about consequences. Uh growing up when I would go visit my dad, he lived out in the in the desert. Um, so wide open area. I would just start fires everywhere. Anywhere. <sighs> I was starting fires. So there was a bonfire happening, like more than likely it was me that started. I didn't light up anybody's place, but I was a small arsonist.
1: (laughs) People are calling in on you now. Hey, that's that's why.
0: Yeah, yeah. I did a lot of stupid shit, man, but I I learned from it, I guess, hopefully. Uh, But, yeah, my kids, they don't do bad shit like that, but they'll do stupid things that they could get hurt doing. They don't worry about the consequences. So I know what it can happen. It's like, hey, you can break your leg. Hey, that can really hurt you. So I worry, but well,
1: as any parent would. But yeah, eventually they'll they'll get a little wiser and be like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know. Michael, uh, we'll see. He hasn't taken a spill yet off the horse, or um, nothing's really happened to him where he it's tested him. To see if he still wants to go ahead with it. So we'll see the first time that happens. We'll see if he still he still wants to pursue it.
1: Well, maybe maybe something will happen and he'll say, yeah, I'm done with that. I'll go Red Bulls. It it mi- Shit.
0: <laughs> 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 that might be worse, man. Uh, uh, but that might mis- make sense to him. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, I'd support him either way. If he wanted to ride Bulls, I'd be scared as shit the entire time. But honestly, I would I would want to say that I'd try to – uh, talk them out of it, kind of like your stepdad did. It's like, hey, if you don't want to do this, like I won't be mad. It'll be all right. Um, but either way, I'd you go You'd
1: eventually be all right with it. You'd give it you know, a couple of bowls, and you'd be fine. You'd be all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, I don't know. I'm I'm glad they're doing something a little bit different, because I grew up playing football and basketball. You know the standard sports, baseball, Uh Football's the only one that, like, really stuck. Um, But with all the CTE shit and, like, just some of the experiences playing football, I don't think I want my son to play football. Uh, Yeah, I'd rather have him stay away from it. But I don't know. He doesn't like it, so he does all the other stuff. So horseback riding, gymnastics. He might get into swimming, man. I'm hoping he does. He's got the body for it, and he likes to swim, so. Sure uh, the, the next Michael Phelps. There you go.
1: <laughs> get him into some road cycling or something,
0: too. Yeah. Oh, well shit. You, you started cycling, right? You talking about doing 40 miles and, like, <laughs> hey, I get tired after 40 miles and then use some biofreeze and I'll do another 30.
1: Shoot. Well, I don't, well, we ride, but a lot of the time, a lot, any time we ride long distances, it's, it's usually for, um, like, next weekend we're riding um, for MS. So, we do... um Usually two rides a year for MS. We raise money. Yeah, uh, All the money, all the proceeds, everything goes to uh, MS Research. So uh, the first ride, which is next weekend, it was canceled because of this COVID. Um, But we're going to do a virtual ride anyway. So our our cycling team is going to do a ride here. Um, It was going to be – we would ride from Midland, Texas, to Lubbock. So we'd ride from Midland uh, to La Mesa. And that would be our halfway halfway point, And then uh, leave La Mesa and go to Lubbock. How far is that right? Uh, it's 150 miles. Fuck. So it's the, that's why they call it the MS-150 because they, they make the route end up being 150 miles. Yeah. The second one that we do, um, it's from San Antonio to New Braunfels and then around New Braunfels. Mm. And that's 150 miles as well. So to, uh, next weekend we've got a ride that we're going to do on our own just as our our own cycling team here, still raising money, doing funds for MS. And it, um, we made a short ride for some – like some people don't want to really ride the whole ride. So we made a 20-mile 20, 20 route, I believe a 40-mile route, and a 72-mile route. So we won't do the 150. Some may, um, but it's going to be hot. <laughs> it's going to be hot. Wait, do, so. you,
0: do you usually start in the morning and just go throughout the day?
1: Yeah, it, it's usually broken up into two days. So um, – From the Midland one, for say, we would leave Midland, end in La Mesa. That's like 70, 72 miles. Mm -hmm. And then we'll um, stay the night in La Mesa, wake up the next morning, ride from La Mesa to Lubbock. So it's broken up into two days. Um,
0: What's the average time for going from Midland to uh, La Mesa?
1: I think we do it moving time. I think we we can get from Lubbock, or we can go from Midland to La Mesa just. Just over three and a half hours, so it's not too bad. Yeah, we'll start about eight, and we'll we'll get there before lunch.
0: Oh, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, that's a long fucking way, but it's three hot. hours is not too it, bad. Yeah, hot. Uh, yeah, it's uh, only getting hotter.
1: It is. <laughs> now the the other one from San Antonio uh, the New Braunfels, that one's that's an ass kicker. Yeah, because there's it's, lots of hills.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it's uphill mostly. Isn't yeah. It?
1: It's uh and usually wet and raining, <laughs> so Ugh. it's uh it's miserable,
0: dude. Um, and I've seen your collection of bikes. It's a lot of money to invest in a a hobby, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean it's like anything else. Yeah,
0: because for people that don't know, uh, like a nice or good road bike to have, what somewhere between like five to ten thousand dollars. Am I wrong? I yeah, might be no, wrong.
1: No, on average, that's, um, on average, that's about what they are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can find some that are, you know, a couple two thousand dollars all the way up to yeah twenty thousand dollars if you wanted to. You
0: know. And you have like six of those suckers.
1: <laughs> we got a couple, <laughs> but um, it's something that we enjoy and yeah, mainly mainly. And you ride like, for good causes, yeah, man.
0: So that's awesome. How that's long have you been good. riding for?
1: Uh, shoot i hadn 't been running that long i, th- I want to say i want say this is my fourth year, maybe so not too long, okay, but it was something you know I wanted to get back into shape, yeah fuck running <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's too it's
1: it hurts my back man i I mean not to make excuses or anything, but I just yeah.
0: no you have a legitimate excuse, nobody man. nobody
1: nobody's chasing me i don 't have to run <laughs> so
0: oh you running happened when you fell off of bulls
1: yeah i 'm done after that,
0: yeah. So. Uh, I like to run, uh, but having an injury like yours, I can imagine it, it doesn't make it easy. It makes it extremely difficult. And then uh, you,
1: you, shit, you're running. You know, I'm always passing you, and you're running on the treadmill with fucking a vest and weights on. <laughs> I'm like fuck.
0: No, that was one, that was uh, one day, one day for Murph. <laughs> yeah, usually it's just me in shorts and a shirt, man. Uh, yeah, running with weight, heck no. Mm-hmm. Screw that noise. And I got the treadmill because I started training for the Air Force marathon uh when I start training I think it was at the end of the last year Yep, it was at the end of last year uh I signed up and I was going to I started training but it wasn't so cold and then uh it started getting really cold uh, like in December to January time frame I was like fuck man I can't run out of the cold so I'm going to get this treadmill so that's when I bought the treadmill and I started using that bad boy to train. And then COVID hit, and they canceled the fucking marathon. And they offered a virtual one, but it's not the same. I'm it's not going to go run by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, not for 26 miles.
1: <laughs> See, that's, that's what I've – so kind of how I feel about the ride, too, like our ride next weekend is, like, man, the rides are normally, like, at least 200, 300 people at the minimum. Yeah. You know, upwards, especially like the hotter than hell that we have in Wichita Falls, it's like 10,000 riders, and that was canceled too. It's like now our ride next weekend it's probably going to be five of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not the same. It, it's, yeah, It's, it's not still, the same feeling. It's the same cause, you know. It's still raising money for MS and and doing doing the support like we like we would do any other day, but yeah, it's just not the same feeling. Yeah. It's like what we were talking about earlier. I don't run but i feel like doing a half marathon like doing the rock and roll in vegas or something because you've got the people around you you've got the like mm-hmm. i mean you've got the hype you've got you're ready to go yeah. and it's not just that man like i'm not doing it it's like anything else like the spartan race like i could i could do that yeah but just to go out and run on a street for 26.2 miles <laughs> you're out of your mind <laughs> shit i don't want to run i don't want to run a mile on the street you know but yeah. it's just being around the people and the energy and the vibes that you get off, and, like, especially, like, a Spartan race, to be able to go and, like, do the obstacles and stuff. That would be
0: fun. Two Spartan races are fun. Have you done one? I haven't. Dude, we should do one. I'm down. They are fucking awesome. My uh, wife would
1: laugh because she's like, you're not a runner. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know.
0: That's the only thing she's got on you, man. That is.
1: She's she's a beast, man. Yeah. More power to her.
0: Dude, but we should really do one, man, a Spartan race. So they got three different options. They have the, the sprint. And it's yeah, around. but we're not
1: doing five miles. We, we're going to have to go more than
0: that. Oh, all right. So they got the sprint, which is it, five miles. Yeah, it's like three to five. Mm-hmm. Then they got the beast, or no, the super, I think is what it is. And that's around eight miles, eight to 10 miles. And then the beast is uh, f- like 15, average of 15 miles. It, Holly and I, we did all three of them one year. The only reason we did that is because you get a medal for each one. And then when you put them together, they make like one big ass medal. Is it? So we got the shiny medals, and it's just bragging rights. I mean, right. they were fun as shit, but uh, I definitely want to do another one, man. We should sign up. I'd be down. Well, fucking COVID, but once uh, all this shit clears up and uh, – We can wear we'll, f- a we'll, face mask. We'll, we'll, we'll run with masks, <laughs> man. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> oh, I couldn't do it. I'd pass on that hard pass.
0: Yeah, but the – yeah, running it and the obstacles, it's pretty fun. And then all the people out there, they're, uh, everybody's having a good time. Um we did our, <clears throat> we did the Beast. So, yeah, that's a 15-miler. We did it in Charleston. So, out there, it's like up and down, up and down. and like huge. Fire. I call them mountains because that's what they felt like. But the entire race was like that. It killed us.
1: What was the hardest part about the race?
0: The hardest part? Yeah. Uh, sh- 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 well, What depends. Like some of the obstacles, if you don't have great upper body strength, you're not going to get through them. Is that we're
1: like having a team member would benefit, like, to help you out, or is it no? Like the, so well, on some your of own? them,
0: yeah, like, cause some of them are like monkey bars, like it's just standard monkey bars. If you your teammate's not gonna be able to help you swing, Uh and then there's other ones where you're like swinging on rings. You go from a ring, swing to grab. It's like a metal tennis ball. You grab that, swing from that to another ring, and then to a rope. So those like. There's no way your teammate can help you up. It's either you have the strength to do it or you don't. And it's not that, like, strength is the first part, but you're also going more more than likely after hundreds of people have gone through. So the ropes and everything are just fucking sweaty and wet and yeah. slippery. The mud, there's mud everywhere. Like, the way they create these, they, they make sure that mud is all over the fucking place. So your shoes get heavy, your legs, you're just, like, barely picking them up because they're so heavy, and you're tired, you're gassed, uh, but it's fucking awesome, like, the first race we did, we did it with just regular running shoes, big mistake, because they didn't have the tread, or the traction, and when you're doing terrain races, like, you need that traction when you're going up or down hills, or going through through mud, like, you need some kind of grip to get you through, excuse me, or even you climb just walls, just like if you're climbing a fence, <laughs> But so you'll grab the top of the fence and you try to push yourself up on the wall. Well, if you don't have that traction, that tread from those shoes, like you're just gonna slide the entire time. <laughs> so uh, I think they've got one in Austin. That, so the first one we ever did was in Austin.
1: I think they've Austin and Dallas pop probably. So
0: yeah, I think Austin would be better because uh, Dallas seems like it's more flat out there. I think Austin would be better. We'll have to do it. Shit, yeah, man, I'm game. They, he opened it back up too. Uh, Joe Decina, he opened up the Spartan races. Um, I don't know with the second wave going through. I don't know if he's closing them back down. As far as I know, they're open. We can s- sign up for that shit. Hey, Let's do it. Social distancing, <laughs> <laughs> mask. We'll we'll make some badass mask. Okay, do like uh, do we should do like Predator. You're seeing that shit, the gross mouth. <laughs>
1: Let's do it. I'm I'm all about it.
0: Fuck yeah, man. We'll get out there and do that shit. Uh, we, the first one we did, we did without training.
1: That's that would be like that's what I would do though, like wing so it, man. Wing up. it, yeah, yeah. Like we're talking about this half marathon, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to train. Like I don't want to, I don't want to run around a road, man. I don't yeah. want to do it. I just, like these bike rides. Like we don't. We don't really – I say we don't train for them. We go out and we'll ride 20, 30 miles, you know, but we're not going to go and ride 150 miles trying to train. So they always say, like, if you can do half of it, you'll be fine for the rest. Yeah. You know, train up to it, but I don't know. I'm just like, fuck it, let's wing it. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) It's definitely doable. I think the part where it fucks you up, well, obviously, like, how long it takes you to finish but the recovery. (laughs) So I think the more you train, the easier recovery is going to be. I would agree with that. But if you just go in cold, you're going to be hurting for the next month. (laughs) Because for my marathon, when I ran it, uh, I trained for most of it. uh, Because you're supposed to get up to like 22 miles or something like that in training. I only got up to 18 or 20 uh, in a day but uh, I think, so when I ran it, I was hurting for the day of the marathon, and then the day after, I was was somewhat sore, but after that, I was good, like, if I hadn't trained, uh, I ran a half marathon a few months ago, and I hadn't trained, hadn't trained for it, Uh, but I still ran it in a decent time, I think, at least for me, but I was hurting for a fucking week, man, now I'm talking about, like, I was walking bow-legged. It was brutal, man. And that was half the distance of the marathon. And that was just from not training and going out there and doing it. So definitely doable. But I just think if you don't want to suffer as much, you'll put in the training.
1: Craziest thing I thought after riding the MS-150, crossing the finish line, and they've got troughs of water and whatnot down there. Yeah. And then looking at everybody, like, drinking chocolate milk. And I'm like, how the fuck can you drink chocolate milk after riding that far? Yeah. But, like, best idea ever. <laughs> I thought, you know, I thought, shit, I'm going to drink this. I'm going to throw up. But, man, like, after a long ride, big old nice That's a protein ice, drink, man. Ice, chocolate, milk. Oh, yeah. That's where it's at. Dude,
0: anything goes down smooth. With Spartan races, they give you beer afterwards. So, get this.
1: Um, carbock and left-hand brewery oops probably shouldn't say that because neither one of my beers to promote but Uh anyway (laughs) (laughs) both of them sponsored it too so um they had big tents in san antonio yeah and just keg beer i mean as much as you want to drink you just go and drink so after the ride you just go there and just hang out in their tents and and just drink it's like hey
0: i broke my foot but i'm fucking getting
1: hammered (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it is about the cycling community man they're um they're craft beer snobs. Crap, like, oh yeah, man! I don't know what it is. They they love craft beer. Hmm. So anytime we go on like social rides afterwards, they crack open like these weird ass beers, and I'm like, yeah. "Give me a slide. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, man! I, I can't do another craft beer stuff. Ah, uh, Blue Moon. I drink Blue Moon. Does that count yeah, it, as a craft ish. beer? I
1: mean, it's Belgian. It's, yeah. It's not, yeah, I'd call it a craft beer. Blue Moon's good. It's it's a it's a more known craft beer we'll yeah yeah that. yeah
0: that makes sense and then here in texas like sh- shock top is the one from here
1: yeah i mean they you know, it's, it's kind of like, the same i want not i want to compare them <laughs> just because shock top's not mine either but
0: <laughs> gotcha guys so we'll stick to blue moon we'll stick to blue moon but uh i mean you know it man bud lights like that's the social drink for me that's the only one like if i'm offered a beer just give me a bud light uh that's that's all i need i'm a simple man i went to germany couple times uh the last time i went uh 2019 2018 beginning of 2018 uh and you know that's like the place for beer right they have all this different shit and and i went through there and i was trying all these different beers and i just i was like what do you have that's like bud Light? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> people get so upset I man. guarantee uh, it <laughs> yeah they're like here take this shit I was like hey thanks It's like yeah yeah this is exactly what I need Oh, <laughs> like, yep still tastes like shit that's Bud Light <laughs>
1: yeah that's uh, me man how much warm beer did you drink in Germany
0: warm beer yeah uh, oh cause no ice well, I mean they, mean they don't
1: a lot of their beers they don't even serve cold hmm. it's weird
0: uh, I don't think Not any of often. it yeah I don't think any of cold. it was warm yeah not that I remember, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't even remember like the beer name that was like similar to Bud Light. But there's all these, what is it, Hyperbison and all <laughs> sorts of shit. I just, I couldn't get with it, man. And then uh, my best friend, the, uh, he was stationed down in Germany for a while. He was all into it. He's like, yeah, the hops of this beer. and I'm sure you know. But he was talking to me, and I was like, Dude, honestly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just want a beer that tastes like Bud Light. Something yeah. close to water. Yep. yeah, yeah. That's me, man.
1: That's all right, though.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. But I think this is a good place to wrap it up Absolutely. for today. We didn't even get into how you're a fucking pilot, man.
1: We'll save that for the next one. Yeah, buddy. We'll do it. We'll do a neighborhood. Uh, everybody just get together and talk. <laughs> I about want shit. to.
0: I want to, man. Uh, so people always ask, like, what are we, we going to talk about? Like, fuck it, we'll just shoot the shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shit. If something comes up. Listening to all the other podcasts, they had, like, some crazy shit to talk about.
0: <laughs> that was are good ones, man.
1: We'll have, to, we'll have to think on one and yeah. just get deep.
0: Yeah, but everybody here <laughs> has got a pretty good backstory. Yeah. And uh, they've been through some shit or seen some shit. Uh, so I think anybody that got on from our little group would – it would be a good time, and uh, I think the audience would really like it. Yeah, definitely,
1: sure. definitely call Jim Bob out on this one.
0: <laughs> Jim Bob, he's gonna. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, man. We're get, I, we
1: will get him in here. We have everybody's to. Everybody's gonna love him.
0: We'll all jump on. He's just nuts. Jim Bob Bazell.
1: He is fucking crazy.
0: He, yeah, fucking he is, crazy. He is. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I experienced him for a moment uh, uh, on Fourth of July when we were out there with fireworks but uh yeah you could tell definitely that he he's crazy man but he's got a, a an awesome backstory and i'm sure he has a shitload more stories
1: oh you have no idea
0: dude even, it's gonna be good though it oh, be good fuck yeah even your boy steve man uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, oh i don't I, you would have to have a fucking filter on this for steve nah fuck that man <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the more unfiltered the better
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, there's gonna be some some crazy ass stories told. Yeah, I so. like it. But anyway, I appreciate you having me on here, man. Hey, no problem,
0: uh, man. Thanks for uh hopping on. How
1: about another shot?
0: Dude, let's do it. All let's right. take this last shot. Cheers. Fucking patrol. Oh yeah, that was a good shot. Um <clears throat> All right everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, with my boy Justin Leeper. Um, leave us some feedback. Uh, like us on Facebook, Tell Me Something Podcast. Uh, same thing on Instagram at Tell Me Something Podcast. Heart our stuff. Subscribe to the podcast. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star review. Uh, drop us a comment. And uh, all the other places you get your podcast, just subscribe to us and we'll be coming out every week. got anything else to say man
1: like share comment even if you didn't like it
0: yeah fuck it talk some (laughs) shit we'll we'll take all of it Uh, that's right all right appreciate it later